This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's, it's, it's time to talk that talk, and we talk it like no one else. This is the stinking truth. Now here's your host, Mark Schlereth. Perfect. Go from Mr. Irrelevant to somebody who went number two overall in a draft. C.J. Stroud continues to to put up big numbers. He had three interceptions, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm curious what you you thought of the comment he made. He did throw the three picks, and he he came out afterwards and said, "Look, Steph Curry doesn't stop shooting. Right. I I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep slinging it around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like that comparison? Yeah. yeah. Well, listen." You well, like that from your quarterback? Yeah, absolutely. Love it from my quarterback. Because that dude that dude's earned it. Keep firing. He is he has earned it, man. There's a couple throws in the middle of the field. Man, his foot energy, his climb in the pocket. The one the one throw he had to the out, the man to man coverage out of a bunch, he threw an out. And um he didn't stay. It was the one where he got a little pressure and he tried to just arm throw it. And he didn't step into the throw, left it a little inside. It was really good coverage. I'm not gonna take away from the coverage. They got picked off down the sideline. You know, that happens. One was a tip ball where hit the receiver in the hands, tipped out, and the linebacker caught it behind him right in the red zone. And then the last one was just a throw that needed a little bit more touch to it. Little, I mean, it had to be it had to be driven. You know, the throw had to be driven, but they had to be driven with some layered nature to it. And um, just put it a little too flat, and safety was able to drop back and pick it off. But, again, all learning – all learning experiences, and um, and I'm 100% on, on board with C.J. Stroud, man. The guy has been absolutely amazing. What is that now? That five picks now on the season, I believe. He had two coming into that game. So five picks on the season. And that's one of those that you would look at, and, and people would say, well, now are you concerned? Like I did the Detroit game, and Jared Goff threw three picks. And um, – People are like, oh, Jared Goff. Like, does this concern you? I did. I did an interview afterwards. You know, we always have to do these hits on um, on Fox, and and you know, are you concerned that you know Jared Goff's three? No, I'm not concerned at all with Jared Goff's three picks. One of them was a you know, one of them was a great defensive play. The other one was off a tip ball, and one was off a collision where you're throwing to an area, you know, throw an anticipatory throw into a window. And all of a sudden, the guy can't get to the window because he got picked off from another defensive player running to cover somebody. 
And so you're, you're looking at it like two of those picks don't don't mean anything to me. Two of those picks are, hey, man, unfortunate circumstances. Uh, one pick was, you know, was just a, a great, to me, more of a great defensive play than anything else. So, yeah, I don't, do I worry about C.J. Stroud? No. And I, I love the fact that, he, that he's got the confidence to go, screw that, man, I'm going to keep slinging it. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. See, that that answer surprises me because we just got done talking last week about Josh Allen, and you were talking about Josh Allen's interceptions all being a result of arm arrogance yeah well if you have a quarterback who continues to believe i'm just going to keep throwing it in there because right well there's a difference though what's the difference you're still talking about a certain arrogance that i can make any throw no 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 no. that leads to taking chances no no that's not josh allen has been arm arm arrogance like i'm just going to throw it over here and and i understand they're in the defense to take this throw away but i can still fit it in there that wasn't any of the picks that Jared Goff or or C.J. Stroud threw. That was, you know, one. Yeah, but you run the risk of that happening eventually, and you get into mm. making those kind of mistakes because you think, hey, I'm just going to keep – I'm a gunslinger. No. That's what gunslingers do. They uh, take chances. A ball gets tipped at the line of scrimmage and it gets picked off. That's not a gunslinger. That's just a, you know, D lineman that got his hand up. So, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about either of those guys. And the thing about – I mean, Jared Goff has been awesome this year. He's been really good. The thing about C.J. Stroud, man, that dude has been great, and every coach will tell you one thing about that kid is when he makes a mistake, he doesn't repeat it. He learns from it, and he moves on from it. And so, hey, man, you had you know the one tip ball. There's nothing you can do about that pick, right? Those, those happen. You know, went right off the receiver's hands. But the other two picks, you can coach those up and say, hey, man, we, we can't have this. And – you know, I have I have faith in that kid that um, he'll rectify those situations. Jordan Love maybe uh, coming along a little slower than than a CJ Stroud, but the last couple of games he's averaging about 300 yards passing, four touchdown passes in the last couple of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you got a, a kind of a stable of of really talented young receivers. They starting to figure it out there. Yeah, you know, in I, Green Bay, I I thought. Doing one of their games in the preseason and and watching the Packers and, and studying the Packers, I thought that this would happen a little sooner. Mm. Um but yeah, I do feel like they're I do feel like they're figuring, you know, from Matt LaFleur to Jordan Love to this offense in general, they're kind of finally figuring each other out. Um and I think that's. I think those are legit things. What do I do well? What do I not like? Um, and I've always said this: you don't really know what you like and what you don't like until you've gone through it and you realize. You may go through a red zone play, and you may run the red zone play. Let's say three or four times during the course of the season, you run it, and you. I mean, you execute it flawlessly. 
and then all of a sudden you call that red zone play and you love this red zone play and you get it again in kind of a similar situation. And then the defense that you got on that red zone play three times in a row is not the defense you get. And, you know, you end up throwing a pick or you end up making a bad play, bad read. And those are the things I think that you realize, oh, shoot, if I get this play and we get, you know, cover three as opposed to cover four or vice versa, man, I got it. Here's my here's my coaching point. You know, we get we get a single high versus a, a you know, a middle field open type of coverage. Here's my coaching point. I can't make that mistake again. Well, you know what? You really don't know that until you've experienced it firsthand. And I always say until you've gotten your ass kicked doing something, you really don't know what you like, what you don't like. What was the uh, I read this cool quote that in school you're taught a lesson and then given a test in life. You're given a test and then taught a lesson. Right. It's true. And there's a big difference big there. Difference, yeah. In the red zone, you're taught a lesson and yeah. or you're you're given uh you're given a test and then you're taught a lesson afterwards. Yeah. You think Matt LaFleur has a, a newfound appreciation for Aaron Rodgers mm. after how seeing about, the other side of the tracks about bringing right. along a young quarterback? How about how about how about every one of you know those those coaches? It's kind of like what we saw in New England for years, guys yep. continuing to get opportunities. Maybe Tom Brady has made a lot of coaches a lot of money over the years because we've seen, you know, maybe it's Luke Getze in Chicago and the jury's still out there, or maybe it's, you know, Nathaniel Hackett with the Broncos and the Jets jury. Um, I think most people will close that. That case <laughs> yeah. has been closed. The verdict has been <laughs> yeah. rendered. And even Matt LaFleur to some degree. So... Yeah, it's amazing what difference a quarterback that uh, can basically solve issues for you on the football field, um, how valuable and important those guys are. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have made a lot of coaches a lot of money. Sure.